Hello, it's me again, coming to you from home. Um, uh, obviously, I'm here to do another podcast. That's pretty clear. Um, I was hoping to do this earlier in the day while I still had a bit of pep about me, but the day sort of got away from me a little bit. Um, I worked a little bit late, not in a bad way just a little bit later than normal. And then I had to cook dinner for me and mum. We had steak and wedges. It was nice. Um, And yeah, so it's quarter to nine-ish. And here we are doing the podcast. But I have, I did write some notes down today of things that I might talk about so we're not we're not going in blind and that's a good thing I guess so let's do a quick bibbity bobbity I'll be back very shortly so one thing that's become kind of abundantly clear to me over the sort of well i've been aware of it for a long time but i've kind of not i just hadn't thought to mention it on the podcast don't know well i suppose that's one of these things isn't it um i'm saying it now um it's and you'll have to hear me out here because you might not be on my say on my wavelength but i think you'll get it eventually um Basically, I think I have a couple of sort of niche, low-level, poor superpowers. I guess kind of, for want of a better phrase, they're kind of all right powers. (laughs) You know, they're not quite superpowers, but they're all right. Um, And I've kind of been, I've, I've always quite enjoyed it. I used to have this kind of game at work that I'd play with a colleague of mine where we would try and outdo each other by coming up with like the, the most useless, but is still a superpower, superpower. So for example, it might be, it might be the ability to turn on, turn on any TV, the the ability to turn on or off any TV, providing you're outside of the house that it's in. (laughs) So, you know, if you're walking past someone's house and you kind of just don't like the the cut of their jib, you might walk past it and just go, no, you're off now. Um, And it's mildly inconvenient for them, but they can turn it back on. and ultimately, though, for you as as a super as a superhero, you've kind of you're not that useful. Um, and I just like the idea of the fact that, like, for every Superman, there is a there is a TV remote girl out there. Um, so yeah, that's good. But anyway, I wanted to tell you about my superpowers, my all right powers. Um, because I wonder if I'm like 
alone in what I have and what and I wonder if I know other people who have their own little alright powers. <clears throat> it's probably worth saying, like, some people's powers are kind of like I guess I say powers as if it's a real thing, but like some people have like, you know, strengths that are real. So like, you know, some people are just, you know, really good at a sport or genuinely maths geniuses. And I think that's kind of it's a low level power. Like they're not super powerful, but they're definitely better than average at that thing. Mine just so happened to be rubbish. So one that's come to my attention recently is uh, the boiler. I seem to have kind of the Midas touch with boilers, um, sort of like a, like the boiler whisperer in a way. Um, the reason I say it is because over the past kind of month, maybe, boiler's been on the blink twice now. I've managed to navigate the way around it, and um, and there's no real logical way for how it worked, but it did just sort of work after I fiddled with it for a bit. And because it's happened twice now, it feels like it's not a coincidence. Oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, feels like it's not a coincidence. Um, but yeah, um, it happened again today. I was um, at my desk this morning, which just so happens to be in the, it's sort of like a faux dining room. It's next to the kitchen. It doesn't really know what it's trying to be as a room. It's quite cold as well because it's next to the door. It's next to the back door um, or rather next to the porch, but you know what I mean? There's a table there, and there's like four chairs, but you very rarely, if ever, sit there to eat. Um, it's got quite a nice view to it, though. So anyway, I took it as my desk now, seeing as we're all working from home. Um, and if you'll remember from last time, long-term viewers will know that I actually wasn't working from home last time. I was... <laughs> I'd like a, I, w- I was still in the office. There were certain things that needed to be done. And that was how the podcast was born. I was doing it in lunch, in my lunch times at work, because there was no one there. Um, you know, no one to think, God, that's awfully weird, what he's doing. Um, but yeah, now I am actually working from home. And I say it quietly, I sneakily enjoy it. I like it. Um, I get a lot of work done and I feel like I'm not, um, I feel like I'm sort of not, uh, I just don't get distracted quite as much and I can, I just play my music out loud, not overly loud, but I get to just sort of listen to some music and zone out, zone out, zone out, don't have to really get up for coffees or anything like that. I can sort of have breakfast and lunch at normal, well, sort of whenever you want. And then there's no like going to and getting home from work. So you can literally roll out of bed at five to nine, 
which is nice. Um, but yeah, anyway, my, uh, my workstation is in the, uh, dining room, the fake dining room. And, um, so, and that's kind of near the boiler, the boiler's sort of in the kitchen, I think. Or, yeah. In the kitchen. Um, and like the little dial, the bibbity boop thing is in the room that I'm in. So any fiddling with it is there. Anyway, I come downstairs this morning. I'm told immediately boils on the blink. So I'm sort of logging on, trying to do all my bits and pieces. And um, basically the the way the boiler breaks or the way the boiler is sort of not working is it does this kind of sputtery, shuddery noise and then cuts out. And then um, you have to sort of press this button and it kicks off again. But it, it sort of took an hour or so to get it to go. Um, excuse me, a little burp. Um, so I'm there trying to, I mean, regardless of what the situation is and whether or not I'm enjoying it, it's still a Monday. So I'm a little, you know, almost inconsolable <laughs> in a way. And, uh, you know, mum's there just pressing the button over and over again. And the boiler, which isn't quiet, I'll say that, is just going, is just sputtering. It's just going, like, on constantly. And, um, and, you know, pardon the pun, but my blood was boiling at this stage. Um, but I sort of did, did well enough to not explode. I just sort of waited, let everything go. I was kind of like, yep. <laughs> let everything go. And, um, you know, we, I fixed it, but I don't know how I just sort of pressed, fiddled around with the dials a bit, press the button and there it goes. It's working. Is it the fact that it had 10, 15 minutes rest? Who knows? I'd prefer to think that I have a superpower. Um, but the real one, the real special power that I have is, is nothing to do with boilers, but it does invo uh, involve the kitchen. I appear to have kind of inhuman reactions and hands, like hand-eye, in specifically in close quarters, cupboard and or fridge freezer situations. So if I can give you an example, over the weekend, I was making a slow cook curry because in these COVID times, trying to like, you know, get as much out of my food as possible. So if I'm making anything, I'm going to try and make a big batch of something, put just, you know, whatever you've got veggie wise in it and kind of let it last for a week or so. A week or so. It won't last that long. I'll tell you that for free. Um, and so, in making the curry, as you can imagine, there's there's a fair bit of spice action. So, to paint the picture, the spice cupboard is um, about uh, well, it's it's you know bottom level, and the spices themselves are probably about knee height in the cupboard. 
So there's a lot of bending down, you know, nothing major. I'm 25 years old. I don't even feel the effects just yet, um, which is quite nice. Speaking of that, I did find a gray hair this afternoon, uh, not this afternoon, over the weekend. Well, it was either a gray hair or one of those mad white hairs that just randomly appear and then disappear. Because I haven't seen the gray hair since. I sort of, you know, tucked it away amongst the normal hair and, you know, left in horror. But anyway, yeah, that's a shame. Um, but anyway, I suppose my back is fine. <laughs> so um, we go to, we go to, and when I say we, I mean me, I'm going down to like pick up curry powders, different bits and pieces, cumin, turmeric, cinnamon, ginger, all kinds. Don't even know why cinnamon's going in it, but I, I just throw anything in, to be honest, and, and it always comes out amazing. Um, and that's not me tooting my own horn, that's just me saying, if you're making a slow-cut curry, you pretty much can't get it wrong. Um, but anyway, I'm messing around with all these um, spices, and I'm putting them back in. So it's in the putting back phase of the cupboard situation that one of them um, isn't securely fastened in the curry box, we'll call it, and it slips. However, I, I don't notice this because I've got a lot of pots on. I'm cooking a, a few different things at a time. I think I'm like browning the meat. I've got like some onions frying or something like that and then I've got the actual slow cook going on I've got to prepare some other veg so I've got stuff happening so really what's happened is I've thrown the curry jars in with some abandon we'll say and the jar loosely is is on its way to falling out and I'm turning on my heels to go and do something else I'm turning away and in my periphery, and I can, you know, remember it so vividly, only because it was two days, it was one day ago. <laughs> in my periphery, I sort of notice here, I can just, I have a sense. I, I sense the jars falling. <laughs> and without missing a beat, and I, and I promise you, this isn't me exaggerating. I'm, the reason I'm sharing this is because I'm truly proud. Um was I, I just I just held out my left hand. So I'm obviously I'm, I'm spinning on my heels right and um the cupboard is to my left. So I just hold out my left hand, which is my weaker hand. I'm right handed. Um and I just I and I, I caught it. And when I say caught it, I don't even mean plucked it out of the air, grabbed it out of the air slight juggle a little fumble here and there no 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 it it just rested snugly into my hand as if i would fall on a sofa you know like it it fell into my hand as if um if in in the in the way that i could most want it to fall into my hand if that makes any sense and um, it was, you know, there was no double movement. It was seamless. And what was even cooler was I didn't even stop my swivel. 
I just caught it with my left, popped it on top, popped it on the counter, shut the cupboard. I just thought, I'll deal with you later. And obviously no one there to witness it. Um, and you can choose whether you whether you want to believe it or not. But I promise you, that's what happened. Um, but I need to make it clear, it was... It was a no-look, weak-hand, split-second catch. Like, it's the type of thing that if you saw it in the slips in the ashes, you'd be going out of your mind. You wouldn't believe it. But, you know, to a certain extent, I would say my feat was even greater because it was a short period of time. I didn't even see it, and it was a weak weaker hand and I didn't even have a pair of gloves to catch it so I'm just saying um, and what's also interesting is it's not the only time it happens a lot um, I mean we're talking the tea bags the box of tea bags always always something that's falling um, butter butter from the fridge we, we you know we get these packs of butter that are just kind of in paper and for some reason they're really I was going to say for some reason they're really slippy but it's because it's greasy you know they're literally greased up paper of course they're falling out the fridge but anyway they do and the amount of times they just fall out the fridge and I'm just just pluck them and throw them back in I, it, it makes me angry because I'm actually not good at any sport I'm just good at, I'm good at, like, um, I'm good at anticipating that I'm going to have to catch something <laughs> in a in a kitchen environment. So, because I think if I just went anywhere in life and someone said, think fast and threw a ball at me, I'd probably, I mean, I'm a big flincher, so I would be flinching out my mind so I'd be firstly very embarrassing for the flinch and secondly very, very embarrassing for the not being able to catch it. And I don't quite understand how, you know, where the delineation is in my life between catching a sports object and a kitchen object. It could very well be that, in my mind, the act of cooking is, you know, massively more important than catching a, a baseball ball. I say that as if I've ever needed to catch a baseball ball. I live in the Isle of Man. It doesn't happen here. But, um, yeah, any, like, carton of milk <laughs> is a classic one. I think it's possibly... Here's, here's, I think I've got a theory. It's possible that the reason I'm always going to catch these things before they hit the floor is because as a truly, as a person who really doesn't enjoy cleaning up, that's like my last, you know, that's my last line of defense from a, from a disaster. It's my disaster avoidance system. DD. No, D-A-S, DAS. It's my disaster avoidance system. So I could spill the 
I could spill the curry powder all over the floor. But that would involve a dustpan and brush. And I imagine dustpanning and brushing curry powder will just end up meaning curry powders just in the air at that point. Um, and, you know, it'd be almost like asbestos, which is a terrible thought. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it could just be that my my need to not clean is so intense that I, I reach this almost God-level um, hand-eye ability in, in certain environments. Um, but yeah, uh, it's because those things have happened to me recently, the boiler, the, the, the boiler whispering and the, um, you know, the, the expert hand eye that's really brought it home to me that I think we probably do have these little, these small, insignificant, almost pointless things that we're absolutely, you know, eminently good at. And some some of us are just fortunate that, well, I say some of us as if I'm in that group, but some people, you know, happen to be incredible mathematicians, business people, um, nice people as well. Some people are just incredibly nice, you know, like you come across as people who are just so cool and you can't quite believe how they carry themselves, <laughs> you know. Um like Brad Pitt, like part of me thinks, yeah, he's a good actor. He puts a lot of time into it. But I feel like a lot of people could be good actors if they put a lot of time into it. He is also just an absolutely insane presence. Like, so charismatic. Huge presence. He's just excellent at that. I mean, it helps that he's a 16 out of 10, 50-something-year-old man, but whatever. Um... We are where we are, I suppose. Yeah, and I think at that, it's probably high time for a bibbidi-bobbidi, and I'll be back with you shortly. don't know if you've been able to hear my voice, but I've, I'm slightly, slightly ill. I've said that quietly there. Um... Well, yeah, it's not, it's not the COVID. I know that. I know what it is, in fact. Um, today, there was a, there was a monsoon, um, probably around one or two in the afternoon. I was warned prior. You know, my mum said, it's going to get raining this afternoon. You better get out for your run early doors. And I was like, nah, didn't fancy it. Said I'd run in the rain, thinking that was cool, and that it would be a you know a character building sort of um, thing to do. And it got to about three ish, half three. I decided to go for my run. It's been rain. It had been raining for probably at least an hour, solidly, quite a lot as well. Um. Hoodie, coat on, snood. Um, my snood is horrific, but I'm sort of using it as my face covering for when I go for a run because it's you know bearable as opposed to the actual mask itself, which is unbearable. Um, and yeah, um, 
in fact, that's funny. That's worth saying. I've been running every day, pretty much, uh, except for one day. I had sore legs, so I went for a walk instead. But I've been running every day, bar one, since lockdown. That's no big deal because, I mean, it's been four or five days. But, you know, every little helps, I guess. Um, and um, I've, I've, I've worn a mask every time. The, the laws, I don't I don't even know if it is a law or whether it's just a sort of rule of thumb. I'm assuming it's not a rule of thumb, but the, oops, it was a burp, but the, I'm not quite sure what it, what exactly it is when it comes to, you know, wearing a face mask. Because they've sort of said you should do it where possible, do it. But they haven't said you have to, at which point, I mean, there are certain places you have to like co the co-op and it's worth saying i think if you're going to go to the coe or shopper or anything like that you're probably going to want to anyway but um like it seems a bit ambiguous when it comes to the you know are you going on your walk um and i think some people kind of just heard the announcement and thought ah, i'll just go face mask the whole way time the whole way time yeah not english the whole way through and um i we oddly have fallen into that group, even though I wouldn't have thought I would be. I'm not even overly worried about whether I'm going to get it or anything like that. I just, I think it's because I have a mask. And, well, no, I tell you why. It's because of the social aspect of it. The idea of kind of some busybody, because bearing in mind the, the small, tiny village that I live in, it, it is a breeding ground for busybodies. And, um, you know, one busy body spotting me out on a walk or a run without a mask, even though it might be perfectly fine. The, the idea of them spotting it and taking umbrage with it and me having to kind of then explain, you know, my lack of understanding of it and the fact that they might not understand as well and it's all sort of ambiguous, I, I kind of just can't be bothered with any of it. Um, I'd rather just wear the mask and not not be not have anyone, you know, have anything to do with me. Full stop. Um, like no one can really say anything if you've got a full mask on, and um, it just so happens that my mask looks quite nice in a way. It fits with quite a lot of the clothes I have, so I think it doesn't look too bad. Um, and I actually also think it's kind of a cool accessory when you hang it off one of your ears when you're in a sort of environment where you're all right to not do it. I don't know. I'm weird like that. I've had time to think. Um, but yeah, what was I even talking about? Oh, yeah. So one of the things that I'm doing while wearing a mask is going for a run. And... Um, Excuse me. Oh, sorry, my leg was about to fall off because it had no blood in it. Um, running with a mask on. I don't know what anyone else um, thinks if they have been running, if they've been running with a mask on. Um, it's basically waterboarding yourself. Um, and I don't want to, you know, it seems to me that I'm making light of waterboarding, but I don't think I am. I think it's like amateur waterboarding because you're doing it to yourself and you don't really know how to waterboard and you can, you can breathe, 
but it's incredibly uncomfortable. It's like, it's probably like what running with COVID is like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like every breath you take with a mask on, you're probably getting like 60, 70% of what you, what you would normally get in at best. And so like you're working, your, your output is greater than what you're putting in pretty much. And, uh, it's pretty horrific. So I'm doing these runs and I'm back on Strava, obviously like a sort of prodigal lover. Um, you know, I've come crawling back to Strava now that it's locked down again. I feel a bit guilty because obviously I know, I know quite a few people who, who do Strava the whole year round and, you know, I wish I was that good, but ultimately when the need, when, when it wasn't a lockdown anymore, my Strava action, I was still working out. I was just, I just got so sloppy and then, then it hit Christmas and I just went off the rails, not massively in terms of like drinking or anything like that, but you know, I'm working out now and I'm, my time's like, I'm like a minute off where I was like per, per kilometer. I'm a minute slower and it's just sort of disheartening, but not so bad because I'm at least better than I was at the start of last lockdown, if that makes any sense. So my square one position is better. So I'm all, I'm probably starting, I'm not, I'm not back to square one, I'm back to square two. So that's okay. Ish. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus. I went for a run today and it was raining. And um, I damn near got hypothermia, I reckon. And um, yeah, <laughs> so I just have the the onset of a cold. I think the I think the it, you know it's bad when when you can tell immediately. So this hasn't needed an incubation pay, pay, uh, page page phase hasn't needed an incubation period. I think was what I was hoping to say. Don't know what the you know the link between page and period is, but whatever. Um, yeah, it's just you know I've given it you know I've had dinner. It's gorged on that. I've given it two hours, three hours, however many, and it's just thought, yeah, right, you're going to be ill now. Um, even though I've been taking vitamin D, vitamin C every day, apparently both quite good for combating your COVID, specifically vitamin D. I was having them anyway because they're just gummy sweets with vitamins in them. They're the vitamin gummies. They're really nice, but also I just thought it'd be good. But yeah, even with them on board, um, I'm already not feeling great. So I'm going to have an early night and we'll see how we go. But yeah, a bit leery being ill during the COVID times because you kind of, you know, you can't really... You know, I sort of want to say to people, no, I'm fine. Like, I know what it is. I went out in the rain and got hypothermia. Um, like, for example, I've pretty much been carrying a sore throat since before December. But, you know, as soon as you go into lockdown again, everyone thinks, well, <laughs> say everyone, no one thinks at all. I just think everyone thinks that I've got COVID now. That probably just goes to show that the lockdown is probably getting to me already and we're only five days in or so. So that's a good sign. Um, 
What day is it, in fact? It's the, 20, it's the 11th, and I think we've got till the 29th in lockdown. Um, which, you know, as I said before, is kind of comforting in a way. Um, I don't mind the work from home. I don't mind the flexibility. I get more done, but it feels a bit more chilled. The only problem is when it's a busy day. I've had a few busy days. Um, Because, you know, as you can imagine with people working from home, there's debacles all over the place. Um, So, yeah, there is always that. But I'm hoping that, like, give it till the end of this week. I just need this week out of the way, and then I think we might be... It won't be plain sailing, it never is, but I, I think it'll be quite... It'd be better than it has been. And that's that's nice. Um, but yeah, I think that's probably about it. We've hit 30 minutes. So I'll I'll leave you at that. And you've learned nothing today except for the fact that I'm, I may or may not be lying about these superpowers that I have, but I promise you they're true. Um, so yeah, thanks once again for listening. Um, I don't deserve you. Um, remember to be kind to yourself be kind to other people Um, do share this with anyone that you think might enjoy it your cat, your dog, your mother um, or a person of interest (laughs) Uh, I don't even know what a person of interest is to you but there you go, take that and run with it yeah, thanks and I'll be back to speak to you another time it'll definitely be this time next week if not earlier and that's something to look forward to isn't it goodbye